Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Brendan with Evoke Bike, and ooh, baby, we are sweating on the road to Amateur Road Nationals this weekend. I'm down in Florida, went out for my first hot ride literally within 30 minutes. You know when it's like raining and your feet don't get wet right away, but eventually you feel the rain like soaks through? I could feel the sweat in my shoes 30 minutes in. Now, granted, I drove 800 miles the day before, so I had a lot of water retention, sweating more than normal, but it, it's hot out there. And it's a nice reminder to go get a long ride in that, you know, two and a half hours in, you start to feel that. And there's a lot of, I think, mental tricks you can do to help yourself stave off that dying feeling. But what I want to talk about real briefly today was what do you do when you have hard intervals and you live somewhere where it's getting super hot? And this is something I need to address with some athletes because sometimes I don't verbalize this well enough. So I thought it was a good idea to verbalize this on a quick podcast. Uh, I've had the benefit of living in very varied climates from upstate New York near Canada, where I can relate to the athlete who is riding indoors or in very cold conditions for a long period of time. And you know, that story sometimes goes, Hey, I've got 90 minutes on the trainer's day and that's it. Great. I feel you like, don't crush the mental matches flogging yourself. Um, you got to do it sometimes, but not always. And then on the flip side, being in the swamp outside of Memphis, it gets really humid and really hot. And it becomes very hard to go very hard. So some athletes like to do super hard stuff indoors. Others, we try and get out super early. Um, You're still going to be able to get VO2 max adaptations, even if your power isn't, you know, amazing. Uh, Said differently, you know, people that are overly obsessed with setting PRs, you can listen. There's actually a really good podcast. Man, I can't even remember which one this was where a pro rider was talking about just how when they come off of training from winter, everyone's setting power PRs in like February, early March races, but no one has the depth. Like, and he specifically says, no one could then go ride the Tour de France. No one could do really well in a 10 day stage race. So similarly, when you get to summer, your fitness is there. You just got to realize like the watts are going to be a little bit lower, but everyone's watts are a little lower. So don't overthink it. Don't, don't beat yourself up on it. And so one thing that you can do if you have VO2 max intervals scheduled, you want to get the time in. And I was actually talking to Tom about this, my coach. And I said, hey, do you have any different ways of approaching this? Or is there a backup that you'd want me to do? I was curious what he would say. Would he cut the time? Because I've done that for some athletes that five minutes, they just can't make five minutes. So if we're doing like a five by five, I'm like, do you know, do eight by threes or do six by three, but get in the time and don't just explode on the first one. And sometimes I don't, I almost want to put in the workout. If it's super hot, don't crush yourself on the first one. And remember, even though I'm not a huge heart rate fan for a lot of reasons, I don't need to belabor and beat that one to death more when you see your heart rate getting up, you're, you're getting VO2 max adaptations. You, you know, that's a huge part of the system. The heat, your, your heart rate's going to be higher. The heat is going to make the watts a little bit lower. What you can do is, and I'll use myself as an example because these numbers will make the most sense in my head, but 
VO2 max, if I did a classic 120%, I don't have a calculator with me and I don't want to close this app that's recording the podcast, but uh, 120% of FTP is about 490-ish watts. So let's say VO2 max is like 475 to 510. Um, I think last time I looked, WK would have my maximum aerobic power at like 485 or 500, depending on if I've tested or whatnot. So that's the ballpark I'll go for. I'm gonna go do five by fives today. I think the first one, I'm gonna do it like 440 and see if I even get five minutes. Um, I'm gonna recover. I might do the same thing again. What I wanna do is get the time in. Even if I end up, say I finish all five, and I'm like, damn, I could have gone harder. Lesson learned. Take note of the temperature. Take note of how hot it was. Take note of how far into the workout you did these. You know, if I do these fresh and I start like I will today, right away after like a 30, 45 minute warm up, then yeah, I'll do better than if I, than the intervals I did yesterday at the end of my ride when it was 4,000 kJs in, I was pretty depleted. I did threshold for five minutes and was like, wow, that was really difficult. And I actually cut that down to three minute sessions because the point of the workout wasn't to destroy myself and to keep the power, I would have destroyed myself. Um, I mean, I was rolling endurance at like 150 BPM, which is, is just very hot. And it was the first ride in the sweltering Florida weather. So the point of this podcast is work into them. Don't overdo it so that you blow up. This is almost like a time trial pacing, right? And if you finish with a little bit less or a little bit extra than you want in the tank, lesson learned. It's not the end of the, it's not the end of the world. If I go out and do 440 and I could have done 460, did I totally screw it up? No, it's not optimal, but it's still something. And you know, look up, I don't even think I'm going to write an article on this because there are, if you look up VO2 max slow component, there's a really good article on it and what it is and why the article talks about how some athletes overtrain VO2 max because of this slow component. So look at it on the flip side. You can use lower wattages to accumulate time and get VO2 max adaptations. So here's to everybody coming down to Florida for amateur road nats. I posted on Instagram, Joey Roscoff. We don't want no beef. You are the road national champion, but for us amateurs duking it out in Florida, the weather is definitely going to play a part. I believe granted we are racing at 7 a.m. and not 1 p.m. Early break. I don't, I don't think so, but you never know. It's hard to resist. Hope you guys have a great day. Good luck with your training. Stay cool out there.